Mike and Nick coming uh, at you from Big Cat Rescue. So uh, tonight we're gonna be um, we're gonna be going over the topic. We're gonna go through each round of a mock draft, and I'm gonna we're gonna highlight the guy that we are looking at that we like to pick up in that round, and the guy that we're trying to avoid in that round. So um, I set it up on Fantasy Pros. I did a mock draft. Did a 16-round mock draft. We might split it up into two segments, depending on how quick we're running through them. Um, and I have it set for half-point PPR. It has one quarterback, one tight end, two wide receivers, two running backs, one flex, and then um, the then the rest are all just bench spots. So, again, we put, added a couple extra bench spots just because leagues might be adding more spots this year with the COVID going on um, so that people are able to kind of plug and play if they have guys that are missing time. So uh, good to know some of those later round guys. All right. So we'll start off. We'll just jump right into it. Um, yeah, who you got in the first round? So in the first round. First round should be fairly easy, right? Fairly easy. So let's see if you can guess the guy that I'm targeting in the first round. Uh, CMC, maybe? Yep. Christian McCaffrey, all right. <laughs> but that no brainer. It, it kind of matters depending on your draft type as well. I mean, not everybody's going to have the 1-1. One, one. That's true. But again, if, of all the guys, basically I looked at it um, kind of independent of what position you're picking from. Just if you looked at all 12 guys in that first round, Christian McCaffrey's kind of the obvious guy you want on your team. And the way that this one shook out, there was one quarterback taken in the first round, and that was Patrick Mahomes. I like Patrick Mahomes. I'm a big fan. He is my dynasty quarterback. Wait, did but, you say Gronkowski? <laughs> no. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Right. So you're never going to give Gronk up. Oh, um, wish you knew how to quit him, but... I don't want to quit him. <laughs> we'll see how it happens. Um, so, again, like Patrick Mahomes, great player, great talent, but... We kind of hit on it in our um, Why You Suck at Fantasy Football episode when we were talking about yeah. draft strategies of taking a quarterback later in the draft. Um, I think that to take Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, one of those top quarterbacks, in the first round is going to be too much. You're going to be regretting it. Um, when you can get another quarterback who can give you similar production, yeah. especially depending on matchup, whereas if you miss out on some of these high-tier running backs that are going in the first round, the, the one that I did, the mock, um, it was all running backs except for two wide receivers, which were Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams and then Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think, you know, there's the sentiment of, you know, you, you can't win the season at the draft, but you can lose it. I don't think you can necessarily lose a season at the draft. You oh, know, you can it, do it when you take Gronk <laughs> in the fourth. Uh, no, I think that's the best play to make. Uh, no, I think if you if you commit to quarterback too early and don't grab those surefire or as close to surefire as you can mm-hmm. consider running backs and wide receivers – you're not doing yourself any justice. I mean, you're, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot from the get-go um, by just getting a quarterback. Yeah, and really where I've had value in the last couple of years that I've played fantasy football is taking a late-round quarterback, and if you hit on them, it can really make or yeah. break your team. So like Lamar right. going in the second round in this draft, last year you could get him you know, in one of those later rounds, and it, it would really make the well, difference. Most leagues, too, you start 12 quarterbacks, right? And there's 30 to choose from. Yeah. Whereas other positions, we're starting two to three to four wide receivers or running backs, depending on how many flex spots you have and whatnot. Um, and there's only really 32 running back jobs that you would consider as jobs, and then maybe two wide receivers per team. So really, the pool that you're choosing from is much smaller, um, you know, from the wide receiver and running back side. Yeah. So that was the first round. We'll jump into the second round. 
Um, the player that I picked that I would be wanting on my team that I liked out of this uh, second round was Kenyon Drake. I think that Kenyon Drake's ceiling is really high this year. He looked good at the end of last year. I think he's going to get a ton of opportunity. Um, really, with Kenyon, I think that just they're going to throw him the ball. The, he's on a one-year contract, so I think they're going to use him. There's a little bit of worry that he's never kind of been the workhorse, that he might have some injury risks. He's had some injuries in the past. Um, but really I think that he's going to get a lot of volume. I think he's on an offense that's going to be powerful with a bad defense, so I think they're going to need to score. Um, they're up-tempo. I think he's just going to have a lot of opportunity, and, he can't, and he's shown flashes of being you know, a talented running back when he gets right. the opportunity. I think really the, the downside is the little bit of the unknown. I mean, it, it's still a pretty new posi- or team for him. I mean, he played five games for him at the end of last season. Yeah, and then uh, – was it Chase Edmonds? Right? Yeah, Chase Edmonds so, ran the ball a little bit. I'll, I'll talk. You can talk to that also. But again, I think that you know he had some good games where he looked good. People were a little bit high on him. He got a little bit injured, and Kenny came in. And once Kenny Drake came in, Chase Daniels really, or not Chase Daniels, Chase <laughs> Edmonds, Chase Edmonds yeah. um, did start to vanish a little bit, and they were giving him a lot less carries. So I think that that's right. Yeah, Kenny. Obviously, you you want the opportunity. You're hoping that offense has found something, and it's going to be a little bit more high powered than years past yeah and they were moving in the right direction they were you know kyler murray he's a new quarterback people are high on him this year they got hopkins where they just stole from houston uh bamboozled them well the good news is you've seen Kenyon drake in this role with this team and he's produced you you got a taste again i i don't mind him here in the second depending on where you're looking at the second all right. All right. Who are you So blaming? the player to avoid in this round, a guy that um, some people still like. He's a talented guy. He's from uh, my alma mater, NIU, Northern Illinois University. But uh, Kenny Galladay is a guy that I'm a little bit tentative. Uh, Kenny G? Yeah. I like him as, you know, as a talent, but I think that the Lions, you know, I'm not exactly sure how they're going to shake out this year. Yeah. They have a bad offense. Um, again, they've had quarterback issues last year. Uh replacement came in Stafford was out he's had injuries he's got yeah a couple injuries that are concerning too like fractures in your back are a thing that that's not you know yeah, you're not looking for that yeah that's not a sprained wrist that just but also the last couple of years he's produced yeah they threw it a ton I don't they think they're gonna throw it as much as they did last year because they got a new DeAndre Swift coming in they're gonna run I the ball know. I think they want to run they've got Kerryon Johnson who's been good when he's healthy he's had health issues but now if they got two guys even if right. one goes down they can still uh, not have to get away from the run. I just like I do like the lack of offensive weapons in in Detroit, and that could be a positive for Kenny. Yeah, but Marvin Jones is coming back, and some people are high on him as a kind like of a 50. sleeper. <laughs> Still, he's people, like fifty. Him and Kenny G's numbers when Marvin Jones is healthy are, are a lot closer than you yeah. would expect if you take a look at that. Um, another kind of thing with Kenny G is just the division that he's in. They're going to be playing the Packers, who I don't think are going to score a ton of points with right. their zero receivers. Um, and their brand-new quarterback and their right. <laughs> brand-new running back they didn't need. Um, and, again, I think that Sorry, Heath, if you're they're also going to be against the Bears, which I don't see as being world be- beaters scoring 1,000 right. points, and they're going to go against the Vikings that you know want to pound the rock. So I mean, you got two good defenses many, and another pretty decent one that you're going to have to How against. many high-scoring shootouts are they going to be in in their division? Again, with the Packers just being awful. You don't right. mess up, A.A. Ron! But that's the point. What if... You know they're getting trounced by another team, and they just got to throw the ball, which could potentially happen. That's 
that's a picture I'm painting is that yeah. those teams that they're going to play aren't going to be trouncing I, well, them where they need to air it out. I, I understand that. But, again, the, the Vikings can get hot. You know, the Packers can get hot, too. I, I No, nah, nobody to throw it to. Again, for the second round, first round, sure. Second round, I, I don't hate it. They put it all on Funchess, and he opted out. What, what's Gallup or – um. So I yeah. actually have Kenny G went Kenny into G. the what's what's the his ADP pick in the He's second a, round again two eleven who who else is going right after him um, right after him was in this draft Lamar Jackson uh, Don't so like again that. depending on how things are going but right before him Don't was like Chris Godwin um, then Another before that Travis mark. Kelsey before that Julio Jones um, so those are just I think yeah. you, you definitely see a tier shift there it goes Julio and then Kenny G after that I I like Julio not as Hyped on. So the, the other guy in this tier or in this round that I considered as putting as a guy to maybe avoid was Aaron Jones, just because I think yeah. there's going to be less touchdowns for him this year. They did bring in a new running back, um, AJ Dillon, who again he's a big guy who he's not a speedster. He might get the goal line touches though. I like turtles. So again, you don't know. I think there's going to be less touchdowns for him, and we'll see what the Packers look like. Eight, yeah. Again, I thought they were going to be terrible last hopefully year, and they just, were. Hopefully, that the, the opposite. Hopefully, they're as bad this year as we hoped they would be last year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> one can hope. All right, so we're going on to the third round. In the third Let's round, um, a guy that I want that I would target is um, at the three eight Robert Woods. I think that Robert Woods with uh, Brandon Cooks moving on to a new team. I think he's going to get a lot of volume. He's a consistent guy, especially if you get kind of one of those higher higher upside guys in the first or second round that you feel like you're going to put out big games. If you can then back those up with a guy who's going to have, so let's say you go running back, running back, and you're looking for a wide receiver right there. If you have two stud running backs, then Robert Woods is sitting there. He can give you points every game. They're going to help to kind of right. bolster those points from the running. So backs. honestly, if, if you're, let's say you're in the first round, right. Okay. And, and you're later in the draft, you, you take Mahomes. You want, you want to go quarterback early second, late, late first. I think this is a good wide receiver to pair for your team because I think he's going to get the opportunity or the, the, you know, opportunity as far as touches go and targets, you know, cup is great, but he gets hurt a lot. He's kind of a system system guy. I, I think Robert Woods can just run away with it this year. Yeah. I, I think could, it's going to be a good year for him. I wouldn't doubt him being a top 15 guy. Again, I think that he might not always be the guy that shows up as having the right. big games, but at the end of the year, he's going to be high because he had just those consistent games where he produced. Right. I almost see him as like a better Landry. Uh, yeah, again, I think that that's a fair comp. A guy that Landry might get more catches, but he's, you but know. But it's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, if you look just at reliable, he plays, he right. gets out there, um, he puts up good effort. He's a talented guy on a team where, again, both the teams are comparable, right. kind of the Browns and the Rams of like, right. ah, people had high expectations, they kind of underachieved, but they still have talent. Um, the yeah. quarterbacks are kind of like, they could be good, they might not. You know, So, again, I think that's a good comp. But, again, I, I think the situation for Robert Woods, he's going to be, you know, he could easily be have the most targets on that team right. for receivers. So who are you avoiding then? So a guy to avoid, I had Mark Andrews, the tight end for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, a lot of people like Mark Andrews. He had a great year. So I got just wrote down a couple little notes. Um, he finished as the fourth best tight end on the year with 175.2 points and half point PPR. Um, and Kittle finished actually at number two with 180 points. So the difference between the two guys is Mark Andrews had 10 touchdowns and George Kittle had five touchdowns, which makes a huge difference when you're tallying the total numbers at the end of the year. Right. 
I don't think Mark Andrews is going to have 10 touchdowns. They brought in some receivers. I think they're going to throw it to other guys more this year. There's going to be a regression, right? Yeah. You would think? And, again, the one argument for him is that they did get rid of Hayden Hurst, who um, was a high-round draft pick, never really materialized, um, but is you know he's going to Atlanta and I think could have a good year this year, but he just couldn't overtake Andrews. So, Again, I think just in the third round, going for a tight end. If I'm reaching for a tight end in the first, you know, two three rounds, it's going to be Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, and then I'm waiting, you know, a number of rounds before I take a shot on a little bit kind of lower. I agree. Just with like the late quarterback. Guy. I mean, if, if I'm in the third round, fourth round, and I see Kittle and and Kelsey are gone, I'm not even thinking tight end. Like I'm not even thinking tight end until you know maybe the eighth round ninth round yeah and least. again it's because that tier shift where those kind of kittle and kelsey no are kind of in a tier of their own right now kelsey at least you know kelsey is going to be good right and kelsey is another guy who again like gronk if i had to pick my second favorite tight end to watch like he's a fun guy to watch he has fun while he plays yeah, he's into well, it he's trying hard the offense like, is fun to watch. yeah he makes athletic plays it's a fun offense yeah um so again mark andrews my guy to avoid in the third so going into the fourth um, the guy that I chose in this round that I would avoid is Cortland Sutton. So Cortland Sutton, we've talked about in previous episodes, athletic guy, makes some highlight catches. Uh, one of my knocks on him is that they did just draft Jerry Judy, who I think is going to actually command a lot of volume for a rookie. Uh-oh, you just said the word. <laughs> I got it. If I judge Judy drop. <laughs> no, uh, now we're going to get the Bernie and Emily's with the oh, Judy's. Their favorite. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, Cortland Sutton, though, again, Denver, another thing at knock on Cortland Sutton is that I don't expect them to be an air it out, you know, right. run and gun type of offense. I think they're going to be more pounding it with Melvin Gordon coming in. They do have Philip Lindsay and uh, Royce Freeman, who, again, in the, and they're not yeah. guys that I'm drafting or really targeting at all. I've never been a big Philip Lindsay fan, but I think that if um, Melvin Gordon does go down, there's still guys that are competent guys that can run the ball. I. So, you know, you, you picked most of these. I actually like Sutton a lot. Maybe okay. four sixes, maybe a little steep. But here's the thing. if It's the same thing the, the Broncos are selling. They're selling, you know, offensive weapons. They're selling, you know, potentially a really good quarterback. They're selling a really good defense. You know, that's what they're selling their fans on. If, if you're buying into that notion, if they're buying into that notion, Sutton's got to be good. Well, and part of it, too, is, like, they're a team where I made the argument um, against the NFC North division for not having probably a lot of right. games that are going to go to shootouts. This division has um, has Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. So I think that's part of the reasoning of to why they did try to get all those weapons is because they felt like the even Broncos with a good almost defense. Almost always beat. <laughs> well, even with a good defense, so it's like they realize that more. they may be in a division where they're going to have to score some points. So right. we better get this thing, you know put together so we can put up, a, you know, 30, 40 points if we need he, to. Here's the thing I'll say with Sun. I think if Drew Locke is the real deal, Sun's going to be really good. If Drew Locke is a bust, everybody on the team's probably going to suffer. Yeah. Let's see. If I'm trying to think of a good comp, so um, I'll remind me. Well, if you think about it last year, Sutton was the only one on the field that was really a receiving threat. The half, especially the second half of the season. Yeah, definitely. So if he's taking on the, the, the best corners from every team and still producing, and I've seen Sutton make some great catches, I I don't mind him. 
And even last year when he was basically the only show in town, like his numbers were very good, but they weren't like but elite great. I, I know, but I think that's that's the proof. It's the proof is even when he's got the, the, the one guy or you know the, the safety coverage as well, he still produced at a at a decent rate. I don't mind him. Again, you're you're, you're talking four six. You're still talking, you know, wide receiver yeah. two. So what if Drew Lock is Sam Darnold? Are you happy? Are you pretty psyched then? Like that's a little bit where I thought I think maybe probably not. Okay, I I, I would I, I would hope he's better. I would hope okay. he's Jameis Winston. No, he's not. No? He's not going to air it out like Jameis. But, he's not going to just reckless abandon where he just closes right. his eyes but, I mean, and throws it. To, to the negative of Jameis, he also had the negative. I think if you moderate, like, take down the touchdowns and the interceptions a little bit, I think you get what you hope Drew Locke is. So I'll talk about this level. So this is um, the fourth round. Some guys that go off in the fourth round. Um, before that, we get Juju Schuster, Cooper Cup, DJ Moore. Um, so those are all guys. Would you rather have them than Cortland Sutton? Mm, I'd probably rather have Juju. Okay. So the guy that I picked that I do like in Henry this Drake. one, yeah. and you might disagree with this also, I like Calvin Ridley for this this round. I think that he You're... is going to be this year's Godwin. Again, I have him on the dynasty team, so maybe I just fell in love with my own player. But yeah. Well, I think that the stage is set. That team is going to throw the ball a million times. If, if Gurley, let's say that Todd Gurley, Let's say he gets hurt. That's one thing. But let's say he just comes back and he's not that great. Like, I right. was hearing a stat about they had – he was targeted very few times in the passing game for the Rams, but he was running routes, which makes you think that he either wasn't getting open or that they just didn't have confidence to get him the ball. I, here's I, – I wrote a thing on, on Reddit, which I get a lot of information from. Okay. <laughs> um, when are the aliens coming to get Basically, us the comment was Calvin Ridley will always be a two. He, what if Julio Jones is gone? But it, it doesn't matter. It's like Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller will always be a two. I mean, we hope he's a good two, but th- that's just the makeup, the route runner. Like Jerry Judy, he's going to be a two. These guys, the route runners, the little slightly undersized, a little, you know, thin, those – those are the twos, which there can be really – there's a place for Calvin Ridley. I'm not saying there's I not. I think the ceiling for Calvin Ridley is Chris Godwin. Like, that's Absolutely what I think not. the ceiling the is. The ceiling for him is Robert Woods' best year. Could be this year. But that's what I mean. It, it, it's I'm not saying he's a bad player. He could end up as a high-end wide receiver too, but he's not going to be a stud. Uh-huh. By the way, we got a, we got a question from the, from the comments section. All right. All right. Uh, we got uh, ooh, we got a little Randy Savage in here. Make it totter. Would you look oh. at Juju as a as a wide receiver one if you stack the first two rounds? The macho uh, man running backs. If you went running back, running back rounds one and two, are you okay with Juju as your first wide receiver off the board? Um, and also Heath. Uh, I think you could take the I chance. Think the on are going to be okay. We'll I see. think that there's definitely a chance that if he if he becomes what he was two years ago, yeah, you're very happy. Which so let's make the narrative of why that could come back. Like, right. So Roethlisberger comes back. Roethlisberger, all reports I've seen, says he's feeling good. He did an interview right. today where he looked comfortable. He looks like he's ready yeah. to go. He was yeah, Juju was a top you know producing wide receiver. Had really big games. It could win you weeks yeah. when Roethlisberger was there. Um, they've got Washington still there, and also Deontay Johnson, um, two guys that are coming on. But again, I think that if anything, they help to kind of get him a little bit um, softer coverage because they got to account for these other guys. Right. 
Um, I think McFarland was the receiver that they drafted this year. He's kind of a bigger-bodied guy that can maybe take some of that underneath work. Right. Um, so, again, I, I like Juju. I think that the it's not outside the realm of possibilities. I am, however, nervous because if you take him in the fourth or at the start of the fourth round or even in the third round and he does bust, then you're in trouble. I think that there are safer options in this in this kind of realm. I, I think this – I know I said this in one of our other shows. I think this is the last year you can use Juju Smith-Schuster. I do. I think I think they're gonna have synergy with Roethlisberger. I think Roethlisberger is just gonna sling it. I, I don't think it's gonna be phenomenal year for the pay, or the, for the Steelers at all. But I like Juju at least at least high to mid wide receiver too. Which if you go running back, running back, and that's what you get out of your first wide receiver off the board, I'm okay with that. Yeah, another – so I'll make t- an argument for and against Juju. Another one, they've got a really solid defense that really looked good at the end of last right. year. Maybe they try to win with their defense, so maybe they aren't slinging it as much. However, they're in a division right. with the Browns, the Ravens, you know, teams that are – there's good teams in that division that are going to probably put up points score where points. you need yeah. to score points. So I think that – I again, if you're trying to take a chance, there's a guy that goes off at the 4-4 four, four is DJ Moore, and I've heard some analysts who really think he's going to get a ton of volume, but they are kind of, I think, sleeping on Robbie Anderson. Um, I'm a big Calvin Ridley fan. Keenan Allen is also in here, and when I was going through, I thought about putting Keenan Allen as a guy to avoid just because he's got new quarterback coming in. You don't know what it's going to look like. He's a guy to avoid just bringing up. And I, <laughs> I checked nobody his Nobody knows. And he finished as the wide receiver number eight last year, which surprised me. I thought he was going to be lower than that. He finished above Amari Cooper. He finished above Allen Robinson. He finished above Mike Evans. He didn't. He just didn't blow up last year. He didn't know, and... And I feel like the past couple of years, there's been weeks where people are like, ah, I don't know, should I get rid of Keenan Allen? He's right. disappointed. But then I try to trade for him, and people don't because you know that he's got that potential too. He's got that talent where he can uh, right. show up and all of a sudden put up some good points. Um, all right. To Not to take you away from this, we got another question from the chat. Uh, how do you prepare for midseason COVID issues? You mentioned extra roster spot. Should we focus on teams in smaller cities uh, or do we not overthink it? So he's thinking smaller cities, less, less outbreak risk. potential. I don't think um, that's uh, something that I would think of because those guys, they travel around. They go to other cities. They've got to be going in and out of different places, different buildings. Right, the travel. Um, and, again, they're, they're because they move around so much, I think, you know, you're not always sitting in your, you know, small city. You're not just always right. in Cleveland where, <laughs> where no one wants to go. Uh, sorry if there's any Cleveland fans out there. Uh, but I don't think the three people here no, are Cleveland fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I think extra roster spots is big. We talked about um, in one of our episodes whether we wanted to add like another like another quarterback spot, and I think that you were right when you said you don't necessarily want all those guys to be off the waivers and just every team to have them. There's a need for week to week, you know, streamers. Yeah, and again with the quarterback, there's enough quarterbacks. If you play in a 12 team league, it's not dynasty. You're going to be able to find a usable guy off the waivers. I don't know. The bottom eight are pretty rough. Um, <laughs> even even some of those guys, even yeah, the guys that the right you don't matchup. want, like yeah, they could in the right position have big games. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky's put up some big games before, but Who? I don't I don't want him as my every week quarterback. But he said it also must be tough being a Bears fan. Can't root for your own team. You got to hope the Packers have a down year. <laughs> so uh, it is rough being a Chicago fan in general. Um, but, but he he. he you can't tell me that you thought the Packers were going to have a good season last year. Can, I, can you 
Can you honestly tell me that the beginning of last year you thought the Packers were going to have a good year? No. And I thought they were going to be so bad. I would have bet on them to finish last I mean, in the division. Anytime you have Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be – you have a certain level of success. But I saw, like, six wins. I think one of the stats I saw was that they had the most games won by one or less scores. So, <laughs> again, if a couple things go different for them, their yeah. season – you know, their win total is completely different. But right. You got to give it to the Packers. I um, wasn't a fan of Lafleur coming in, but if he came Lafleur. in and he won, good for him. But you can't again as a Packer fan. I think you, you can't be happy about that draft. Yeah, you picked up Funchess to be kind of your wide receiver to maybe add some depth. He opts out. It's just is Alan Lazard going to be the guy that leads you to the division championship? I, you got, you better hope not. It's just going to be. Um, Devante with just six guys He's just a, circling him. You didn't see the three and third team, but uh, anything's possible with uh, AA Ron. AA Ron, hey, you hey, know, wait, we got. got I think we got that for you. Oh, let me we, I think we. Jump I think we actually. Drops. I think we actually have that for you. You done messed up, AA Ron. <laughs> yep, and here's another. Cram it up your cram hole. There you go. There right. you go. You got the double up. So hopefully the futility that we wish would be the Packers season last year will be this season. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and again with such. What a apparent lack of depth, they could be a team that could really get hurt, hurt by, you know, the COVID coming in. If you lose Devontae Adams, double up. So That's hopefully the futility bad. that we wish would be the Packers Ooh, season last there? year will be oh. this season. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and again, with such what a apparent lack of depth, oh, they could be a team on. that could really. There, there you we go. go. All right. So we you got, got to hear it again. Um, <laughs> you got to hear it again. You're welcome. All right. Moving on. Where were we? So we're jumping into the fifth round. My guy that I, <laughs> I'm ready to get hurt by again. Nightbot just, uh, I guess, just told Heath to calm it down. <laughs> Too many messages, I guess. The Bears. All right. The Bears. So speaking of the Bears, a guy that I was looking at in the fifth round that I think I'm going to target in this one. I've seen him fall in some of the, um, the mocks I do with actual people. Is at the five eight David Montgomery. I'm ready to get hurt again. David um, Montgomery. I reached for him last year in one of my less competitive leagues, and I had him and James Conner, who both just really hampered my team and was the reason I just missed the playoffs, where I probably could have taken it home. But yeah, um, David Montgomery. The case for him: volume. He's going to get a lot of volume. Hopefully, the Bears can put it together a little bit this year. Let's say Mitch doesn't do well. I think Foles is going to come in, and you're going to be able to just run the offense better. Mitch, I think, is a more physically talented guy. He's got more of just that raw skill, but I think that Foles, he's got he's just shown poise under pressure. He was a Super Bowl MVP. Um, isn't that is that correct? Double check me on that. Foles, yeah, yeah, okay. So Foles, the, the, when Foles is in the lineup, you're you're not like super stoked that he's in the lineup, right? I'm not like, oh, thank so goodness. So last year for here. Jacksonville, when you watched him, you, you didn't feel good you, for them. You weren't pumped, you, you know, right? You, didn't you wanted to see the stage. It was coming together. You thought that they definitely overpaid. Them. I feel the same about, oh, I got to try that. How do I? I don't know. Heath got banned somehow, and I got to get him back in here. <laughs> it's for, it was for being a Packers fan. Ten-minute timeout. Oh, no. What? We got, how do we get back in here? Randy, talk me through this. They tie me out because I use... Oh, how many times did you use a laughing emoji? 
<laughs> Maybe I gotta turn down the the night bot. Is settings. he just trolling with emojis right no, now? No, so so I added chat I, I added a bot. I added Nightbot in here to keep control of the chat. You know, cause okay. it, it gets wild up in here, and <laughs> uh, and sure enough, it, it just started banning people. Um, actually, Rainy's got another question. Speaking of AA Ron, what late QBs are you looking at, like eleventh round and later, like super late? All right, let me jump down you to got, the eleventh round handy? on here. So, going in the 11th round, the at the 11-7, we have... You done messed up, A.A. Ron! A.A. Ron Rogers. A.A. Ron. And right next to him, we have Joe Burrow, the Tiger King. So, um... Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Again, I kind of like Joe Burrow. I've heard some different analysts who are kind of high on him. They think that... Um, there again, if you you're believe, pulling the Joe Burrow believe, card right here, if you believe you're an AJ Green, Joe, as you do, the maybe, Joe Burrow. maybe you make the case for Joe well, Burrow again. Joe Burrow's going to have if AJ Green's going to be the wide receiver one, who's going to throw it to him? Joe Burrow's going to throw for twenty five hundred yards, and AJ Green's going to catch like fifteen hundred of them. How many does CJ Uzama get? Who is that? Six touchdowns. Who is that? Keith, do you know who CJ Uzama is? Or Randy, <laughs> do either of you know who CJ Uzama is? That's a deep sleeper. Okay, Randy will know. I bet Heath probably doesn't even know the Bengals still have a team. <laughs> um, They're coming back. This really, month. Joe Burrow is the guy you're giving out. So I, I just saying that that's okay. the guy that was going in the eleventh round. After him, I don't even like him in the eleventh. Tom Brady, round. who, if you believe, give me the Tom Brady stonks. You know, right. if we're if we're talking this. Late. After that, Matt Stafford, who again was airing it out, had really good numbers before again, he got hurt. Give me, give me, give me that. Here's oh. one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's super deep, super deep. Baker yeah. Mayfield. So those are the guys that are going in that type of round. Um, ben Roethlisberger, like if he comes back and he's old Ben and they're throwing it, you know, he could give you some points. I've liked all those names much better than Joe Burrow so far. Okay. So not a Burrow believer. Well, I, I don't think – here's the thing. Even in the 11th round, you can get quality people. Why blow it on Joe Burrow when Matt Stafford's there? Why yeah, just, is Joe Burrow going to be a top twelve historically great record breaking college career? He's right. the new hotness, the okay. first pick in the NFL draft. He's got Higgins, who uh, a wide receiver rookie that people are high on. They got um, AJ Green, who you think is going to be good. AJ Green's just a stud for it. Tyler Boyd. It's just CJ Uzama. That okay. embarrassment of riches. But, but why would you take him this year and not just wait a year? Because you're looking for a late-round quarterback. Yeah, but, okay, so you drafted this team, right? You put all this time into drafting your team. You're like, okay, I'm going to go late quarterback. And you're picking Joe Burrow in the 11th? Oh, I'm just not. got a chance. There's an upside chance. You don't know what you get if he underperforms the first two weeks. The you go to the waiver wire and you find Matt Stafford or Kirk Cousins. The upside is he's good enough you don't have to drop him. No? I don't know. I don't see him as a top-12 option. I'd rather I'd, – I'd look elsewhere. I don't even know if Goff – was chosen in this draft, Ooh. so I don't like golf either. I, I like those, believe I, in the coach. If you, I like the other options you listed, I don't mind rolling into the season with Stafford as my quarterback. Yep, yeah, which when, that's uh, not the worst. Tom Brady, I don't mind rolling in with him as my quarterback. When uh, Mitch Trubisky gets out there and just Big Mama's handing out biscuits, baby, becomes the, everything for the two games he ends up playing. <laughs> So again, I think there are actually a lot of quarterbacks that are not even getting drafted yeah. that you know are interesting. Sam Darnold. Um, again, I don't think the Jets are going to be good this year though. I, Teddy Bridgewater's a guy. I'm gonna. I'm curious to see how they look for the first couple games. 
All right, here's our comment section. I made it a little bigger for you. All right, here we go. Um, yep, Tyler Eifert left. There you go. Paint the picture. Saying, Tell me about CJ Uzama. Tyler Eifert's not a thing. Uh, yeah, see, Rainey's on the Stafford train. We're we're we know. <laughs> so they know his name. We're going Stafford. Yeah, <laughs> he 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 knew his name, but didn't know who he was. Um, so big Ben Love. I picked him up off uh, the waivers in Dynasty when he was yeah, injured last year. I exactly. feel good about it as a backup to. I like Petty Big Ben Mahomes. Mitchell. Yeah. I don't like uh, – yeah. How do you feel about Allen Robinson despite the quarterback oh, woes? Oh, no. Allen Robinson, the case for him is that even with Mitch being bad – He's the, still not terrible. The offense struggling is he still had a good year with, like, the worst-case scenario. So let's say Mitch or Foles comes out and they're better than, you know, the the futility that was last year. If uh, Nagy kind of, you know, figures some things out. Right. He seems like a smart guy. Maybe got a little bit stuck in his ways. But, again, a lot of things could change for him. It's unfortunate that there was no preseason. Again, nobody's fault. Uh, maybe China. But, like, just to not have that and see that, that would have been fun for Bears fans. Right. Um, but I think, to kind of Randy's point here earlier, if you go, you know, running back, running back, or if you go take that risk and go running back, quarterback, if you're looking at Juju Smith-Schuster, Robert Woods, Allen Robinson as your like running or wide receiver options. I like all those options to pair with your stud wide receivers or stud quarterback and running back. You know, I, I, I like that. All right. So now we're still in the fifth round. We'll bring it back in the fifth round. The player in this um, round of the draft that I am avoiding, we're going to, we're going to talk about this one. Elshon I chose AJ Green. I am avoiding AJ Green. As an avoid? An avoid. As, I think you have him in the wrong list. Want. Why are you the way that you are? Oh, so on. you pick AJ Green in the fifth round. In the fifth round? Yeah. I he again, went in this one at the five seven. Do you pick AJ Green at the five seven? Okay. It, what What are the chances he's a top twelve wide receiver? He didn't answer. What are the top? Do, do you take him in the fifth? Yes. You blew it. <laughs> a terrible decision. No. Really. Okay. Who's Who's going around there? G- okay, give me. Give me. me pull it back give up. me some names. I was in let the me. Drops. I was playing with the drops. Um, Sorry to yell. So if we jump back. No, that's all right. It's time to yell. We have the A.J. Green fight. Um, So a guy that's comparable that went right next to A.J. Green at the 5'6", so right before him, was T.Y. Hilton. Interesting. I'm out on T.Y. this year. So I made that trade last year in Dynasty. Yep. Before that, we got um, Terry McLaurin, D.K. Metcalf. I like D.K. Metcalf this year. Um, D.J. Shark, who I would also take over those guys. Tyler Lockett, I'd take over them. Um, the next wide receiver off the board, there's a little bit of a running back run. And then the next one that goes is Marquise Brown. A little risky. Oof. And then another big gap before another wide receiver, and they get Stefan Diggs and Devontae Parker. So There's still some good names out there. I think there's only a few. Okay. A.J. Green, if he came out and was a top 12 wide receiver, you're going to be like, of course. You don't think so? If AJ Green plays more than six games this year, I'd be surprised. What would be more shocking, Joe Burrow being a top ten wide or quarterback, or AJ Green being a top twelve wide receiver? Well, it's, we'll again, see top because twelve because they're both. connected. I think that for Joe Burrow to really be have a good year, he needs AJ Green to be good this year. I don't see that happening, but yeah, I just see AJ Green on the board. And I just. <laughs> I'm running the other way. I don't want the just because of the problem. injuries. Uh, yeah, largely like 
80% because of the injuries. Also because he hasn't played in a long time. He's older. What is he, 30, between 32 and 34? No. I think he's over 32. He may be. I could find it out. I think he was 31 last year. You tell people why you love A.J. Green, and I'll look up how old he is. Again, every year that he's played at least 12 games, he's been a wide receiver one. I'm not going to let the last 18 months change my mind on (laughs) the player he is. A year and a half of missing time. Uh, granted, a year and a half, but we're still drafting Darius Geis. Uh, maybe. AJ Green is thirty-two. I agree. So Heath comes in here, makes I a good agree. point too. If you hit an if you hit on AJ in the fifth, and you're way ahead. If you don't hit on him, then it doesn't wreck your season. AJ has something to prove. He wants to play. So I, I did a, 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 a analysis, a very broad, general, not accurate analysis. I relate it to, at the end of the season, how many of your 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th round picks were still on your team at the end of the year? What, what, what do you think the uh, odds of you having your 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th round player on your team still? Well, if you took A.J. Green and you held him on your bench the I'm whole saying, year while you waited saying, for him to come I'm back. Like, I'm <laughs> saying the past five years of you, you playing fantasy football. Oh, I don't even know. I haven't even been playing that long. Like, the, that's what I'm saying. Though, since playing... How, Let how me read you some running backs that go right. at the same time. I'll, David I'll, Montgomery, I'll give you, Raheem Mostert, Devin Singletary, Jonathan Taylor. I take all those guys above A.J. Green just easily. Um, maybe J.T., but I don't know if I like the other ones. Um, also, Darren Waller, and then interesting. Part so, guys, a mid-round quarterback, I never go mid-round quarterback. I always go you know, right. the high, highest tier or lower. But Kyler Murray you get that. in the fifth. Is interesting. Kyler Murray in the fifth is exactly how you screw up your season. Okay, make the talk me out. I think to to Heath Heath's point here in the fifth round, you know you can't screw it up, and if you hit on your way ahead, Kyler Murray is the even more exaggerated example of that. If he hits, he could be a top three, four quarterback. He could be super good. But if he doesn't, you missed out on On AJ Green. (laughs) You missed out on a really good flex or a pretty decent starter for for nothing. Yeah, again, I just I like that Hopkins is there. I like that he runs. I like that um, just again the depth is there. He's got Larry Fitzgerald. He's got great hands. He's an older guy. He's probably not going to be. I I don't hate it, but he's a guy that helps the quarterback. I think. But again, I, I think my approach to fantasy is. When I'm going through the draft, I want to pick guys that have history, that don't have question marks, that haven't changed locations a lot, don't have to learn a new playbook. Like, that's the situation I want to buy into. Kyler's second year. Kyler's a year in with a brand-new offensive line. And they never scored new running backs. They were awful in the red zone. And I think that if they can just start scoring some touchdowns, Kyler's year could look a lot better. I'm I'm more risk-averse in that scenario. Um, Yeah. All right, uh, should we move it on to Randy the next one? Randy says he thinks if Kyler hits, then Christian Kirk probably hits as well. It's um, an interesting take. Um, I was listening to a podcast today where they were talking about Christian Kirk. I think he had a high ankle sprain, and um, I think he actually tweeted out. Someone was saying, like, well, if Saquon, you know, had a high ankle sprain in Kamara and you're making it as an excuse for them, why right. are you saying that Christian Kirk should, uh, you know, is underperforming? <laughs> I think he retweeted, like, say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> So, again, I think that that ankle was bothering him. Uh, he's a talented guy. He's a young guy. If you got dynasty team, um, he might be a guy that you could glance at picking up before Larry probably retires next year. 
Um, again, I've seen some interviews with him. He seems like a well-spoken, intelligent guy. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I like that team. If you know that Larry Fitzgerald was there to kind of help probably coach up, he seems like the type of guy that would help those guys. And, you know, um, again, I feel like the Cardinals is the team, you know, it's almost like America's team right now. You, you want to buy in, you want them to be good. And again, the stage is set. And I think the difference between them and the Denver Broncos is I think that they're, they want to be a high powered offense. They want to run a gun. They want to run a million plays on offense. Whereas Denver, I think they want to have the defense and go that way, pound it. And if they need to then use this offensive, just think about the teams. uh, I, I just see, okay, the team, the Cardinals rough defense, um, quarterback change that just drafted them, you know, coach change last year, uh, struggling a little bit on offense. The run game was, it's the bears. <laughs> Doesn't it no, sound a lot like the bears? They have a quarterback who's good. Like, but is he good? I think he's good. Okay. Um, was he the rookie of the year last year? Yeah. And they got Deandre Hopkins too, which is a nice, uh, nice we, got Mitch Trip- we got Mitch Trippi. But again, they got a high end, high end wide receiver. Same, same kind of comp. You know, we got Allen Robinson at the same time. You know, the the pieces are together. It's kind of put up or shut up. We'll see. I I think I'm still holding off the the Cardinals for another year. I think I want. I'm gonna get some pieces. I don't know where. I don't know how. But I, I, I'm getting somebody. I like winning. All uh, right, next. I like winning. <laughs> All right, let's continue on. We're going to jump to the sixth round. I agree, Heath. Um, the guy that I want is a guy that's on Nick's dynasty team, and I know that when he changed teams, Nick was a little upset about it, but I, I think Stefan Diggs, there's a world in which he just is the wide receiver one for that team. Right. They like to throw the long ball. Um, and, again, if he if he can get catch it, like he's a talented guy, um, Maybe a little bit of question about his attitude. Right. You know, if he wasn't wasn't real psyched when he didn't get the ball through to him, it was a little bit of a diva. But if they want to throw that. it to him, that's yeah. that's what you want in a wide receiver. They want the ball. Give him the ball. I don't want this feeling <laughs> guy in my way. Get out of the way. Give me the ball. Feeling was out of the way a lot of the time. And Give again, the ball. Diggs had some good weeks. I think I was watching the um, the top one hundred players, and they actually had Stefan Diggs higher than OBJ. Like I don't. You'd have to look and double check. That, I've seen some crazy OBJ trades going on lately. Yeah, I, I've seen it. like, well, more so, more so in dynasty, but I've seen like OBJ and two first round picks going just for Ceh Ooh. in dynasty, which is pretty hot. People are down on on OBJ, including me. Yeah, I did hear a narrative that you know uh, it sounds like it was. I was watching the footballers and they were saying that they think that his injury that he sustained was in training camp and that it was lingering throughout the whole right. year. And now he's healthy. That can make a big difference. Again, I, I feel like for the Browns, I think the coaching change makes a huge difference. Give, give me Chubb. Give me hunt. Maybe a little Baker action. Uh, I think I'm out of there though. Otherwise on the, on the Browns. All right. I don't want any of the wide receivers. Make options. it totter. Thanks for checking in with us. Uh, happy to have the comments. We got another comment. Cardinal division is tough this year. Um, not going to be in on them. So, again, I think there's a That's wide Heath. range for Yeah, okay. yeah take Heath. that with, All right, with a grain of salt. But I, I did say I agreed with him. Gotcha. All right. So, then the guy to avoid in that one, this is a 6-7 pick. Was, Do you not uh, like my team? No, I like your <laughs> team. Like, I've chosen a number of those guys. Like, Robert Woods is a guy that I picked yeah. up that I chose as a guy I like. Stefan Diggs is a guy that I picked that I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, in the ninth, Devin Coleman. Okay. So, like, I've got some guys on your team that I do like, okay. we'll get especially that. where they're going. But this one. All right. Specifically. 
So this one, 6-7, is Deshaun Watson. And how do you feel having Deshaun Watson as your quarterback in Dynasty? I know you were shopping him a little bit. Yeah, well, part of this is I'm trying to, you know, play the play the anti, the antagonist role for you. But I actually am a little scared of Deshaun Watson. They traded away the guy that all he did was throw it to him and he caught it. Like I had the stack. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> such a good stack. DeAndre Hopkins. One throws it, one catches it. They score at the same time. You get both the points. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Now it's ruined. <sighs> and for no, like, and despite why? what I said about this, despite what, and to his point here, you know, maybe wait one or two years. I was just going to buy no, in now. No, God, please, no. I no. Offer, no. I, just keep talking. No. <laughs> that is actually Nick worked when, out perfect. Yeah, when they That's traded really away perfect. Hopkins. And then when Diggs ended oh, up with God, the Bills. This has to be a mistake. Has to be a mistake. Um, Rough free agency. But I actually, I have an offer out in the in the, in the world. interwebs. Okay. Uh, straight up Kyler Murray for Deshaun Watson and Dynasty. Oh, yeah. I I think, it's out there. It's in the world. I think that that's... That could really work out for you if you get the Kyler Murray side. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but to your point, I don't like Deshaun Watson not because it's you know because I think he's going to struggle. I just don't like Deshaun Watson in the seventh round. I, I still would rather punt till later. Yeah, and again, I think watching games that he played last year, their line wasn't good. They were just on him good. all the time, and he was just making the most athletic moves yeah. and shaking guys and then throwing the ball down the field. And again, right. Hopkins would be open and he'd get it. Now that he's gone, you bring in Brandon Cooks, who I actually do like Brandon Cooks' value. Um, maybe we'll talk about him in the seventh round, which is coming up. But I think that, again, there's a world in which Will Fuller gets hurt right away, which is the world every year. And then <laughs> every Brandon week. Cooks gets a, gets a concussion. And, again, I'm not hoping it for these guys. But, again, they're guys that have that injury risk that are higher than your typical player. Yeah. And – then who are you you're throwing to? You're throwing to my guy, Kenny Stills. That's mainly why I'm holding it, him is for those two wide receivers to get hurt right away. Brandon Cooks, so like, I like him as a player. He was a guy that I traded away. I was worried about the concussions. Um, he had just gotten moved to the Texans, so I thought his value was going to be about the peak hype, the, uh, the most I was going to be able to get for him. But he puts up 1,000-yard seasons. He does it when he comes straight from one team to the other, which, again, usually you get the narrative that if you go to a new team, it's more difficult to get that traction to kind of have that good year right away. But he does it. I've watched games when he was playing with the Rams where he, like, and, again, it's maybe it's subjective, but I think there's just guys that you watch, and it looks like they're trying the whole time. They look like they're still out there. Even if they're losing, like, they're giving it their all. It doesn't look like he takes plays off. So I like him. As a player to watch, he's got good speed. He's got good hands. Um, I think he's going to be a good player. But, again, if he gets hit in the head and he's concussed, right. how long before he, you know. I'm going to take a little side, you know, note here as well. Um, and I think probably Heath would agree on me, uh, agree with me on this. I'm almost looking further into the season, too, when I'm drafting. And some names sell better than others. You know, when, especially when we get into this round of things, you know, the, the top 10 guys are going to, you know, sell regardless. You know, they're going to be tradable assets. When we get down here, if you're you're trying to decide between two similar productions, I'm going with the name. So, Brandon Cooks, he's only fallen this far because of injury. If he has a couple good games in a row, you can sell him for so much more than you paid for him. Yeah. I but think, to the opposite, yeah. if he gets hurt, even if it's a mild injury right at the get-go, you can't sell him for anything. 
So that's where I'm I'm almost scared, even though we're talking actual production, not trade value. These are the kind of types of players that I'm taking extra cautious, caution with because if he does get an early injury or doesn't start out hot, I don't know if you're going to be able to flip him. Yeah, he's saying that, you know, possibly losing DeAndre Hopkins, they're going to spread the ball around, might help the team. I would sell that. Again, I, I, think I appreciate that. I've heard hug. that argument. But I appreciate like, that. Hug, but um, yeah, you I don't know if it's going to be okay. A top wide receiver off of your team who yeah. was, like, play wise, very productive for them. He was a wide yeah. receiver one. You know, again, I'd have to look at where he finished every year, but he was in the top five consistently when he was, you know, playing with Deshaun. And yeah. it's hard to get better when your best guy who was doing great goes away. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe. Why, why couldn't you just trade for, like, offensive line? That would have been, yeah, you know, maybe. <laughs> it, I, it just, there seems like they could have used things other than a uh, slightly washed running back who some people are in on. Yeah. I'm out on David Johnson this running year. Running back's hard to replace. There's very – Yeah. And oh, got, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> You could have gotten Freeman for well. Now they've gotten David Johnson and Duke Johnson. So Houston loves D Johnson. They want Drew Johnson in and around. So it's a Johnson team. and Johnson kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. They just Are love this, guys. They've sponsored now. Can't get enough of D Johnson. Can't get enough. Um, all right, continuing. Let's moving go. on from that. Um, so the guy that um, we're going into the next round, the seventh round at the seven eight, um, is Brandon Cooks, who we just talked about. So yeah. we won't spend too much time. I like his ceiling. I think if he can go there, if he can become the number one wide receiver on that team, especially if Will Fuller gets hurt, right. like, he's going to get a lot of volume. He's a talented guy, and Deshaun is a talented quarterback. So we'll jump off of Brandon Cooks. Yeah, worry about his concussions possibly. But you never know. Next, um, the avoid in the 7-6. I've got Debo Samuel. Debo had a great year. He was a rookie. Um, I'm worried about the foot injury. He just injured his foot. It sounds like he's going to miss some games. And it is um, what I've heard about the injury is that it's a tough one to come back from, and you still sometimes see right. it kind of linger. Maybe I'm just getting cynical in my okay. <laughs> my fantasy football years, but I'm besides Kittle, I'm almost out on the 49ers altogether. Like I, I it's not that there's not going to be good pieces there. I, I just don't want to have to guess. It's like the Eagles running back situation from two years ago. I just don't, I don't want to have to mess with it. I'm just punting and not really punting, but I'm punting from their team and, and just picking other players that are more sure bets, have more history, where I don't have to play week to week who's going to be the guy. Because guess what? I'm a Barnes, and I choose wrong every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in my DNA. Up, uh, where they finished in pass attempts, so let's see. As far as who? Uh, as far as just last year, total pass attempts. With Jimmy G? Yeah, yeah. Garoppolo, it doesn't matter. He could have thrown it a billion times, but he only throws it about four yards in the air. And I think his average completion was almost as bad as Trubisky's was. Yeah, again, they just they didn't pass as much as you would think for an offense that scored as many they points. They just have a really good offensive scheme, and they have George Kittle. No? Again, and a plethora of running backs that each game a different one tends to go off. Again, they... Brought in Brandon Ayuk, who's going to get a chance because Debo's hurt. He kind of does the same thing that right. Debo does, so I think that that could hurt Debo a little bit, just having another guy that can do the same thing. Right. Uh, Debo's a stud. He's a giant, just muscular guy who just runs people over. He's a yard-after-the-catch kind of guy, which is the guys that they like on that team because Garoppolo throws just a little dink, and they right. give it to the giant Hulk who just crushes people and runs into the end zone. But 
Yeah. Um, I'm worried about the foot, and I'm going to avoid him because of the injury largely. Yeah, he's, he's definitely on my do-not-draft list. But, uh, again, I think some of these teams are going more towards what's real-life football good versus us – what's actually yeah. fantasy good. I think Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, and I think these guys will be good football players and help the team win, but it's not going to help my team win. I would agree. All um, right, let's, uh, let's go to the next round and kind of right, stop over there. What do you got on the eighth? Eighth, uh, the 8-5, I like Matt Breda. I think that him and Jordan Howard both have opportunity. Yeah. The line in Miami is bad, but if you're going to get a starting running back for a team in the eighth round, especially if you, you know, maybe you loaded up on some other positions earlier. Right. Again, if, if, a, if you went wide receiver, quarterback, wide receiver, or wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end, and you're struggling for your your running backs, I think Breda's a good option. Yeah, and in um, so if you're going in that round, there's like Ronald Jones, James White. If you're in a PPR like James White, Ronald Jones, I'm hoping for the breakout, but there's a lot of yeah. worlds in which it doesn't happen. Sony Michelle, uh, did he have a foot surgery? But I think he's supposed to be coming back. But I'm I'm concerned about him. He didn't have a good year last year. Doesn't catch the ball as much because he's got James White catching the ball all day. Yeah. So Matt Breda in that in that tier of running backs, I like him more than those guys. Cause I, think, I would agree. Again, that could be a guy that doesn't pan out, but all right. I if you're taking case. him in the eighth, um, then I like it. So then the guy in that range in the eighth round that I would avoid, I just think that um, Nicole Hardman, I was surprised to see him going in the eighth. It was really? – I thought that that was a reach. He is – on a high-powered offense with Kansas City, but you got um, Tariq Hill, who's going to be the, the most right. targeted wide receiver. And then you still got Sammy Watkins there, who's he's just there. chronically underperforms. We'll put up a, one big game here and there. Um, His 30-point performance week one last year just... And he kind of showed up in the playoffs, too. And he's just an interesting player. He was high draft capital, who just hasn't quite panned out ever. But he's still got right. talent, and he can still get the ball thrown to him. Um, that's how you blow your fab at the beginning. They're going to throw it to Travis Kelsey a lot. He gets good. He gets the touchdowns. They brought in, you know, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, who everybody is just through the roof hype train on. There's plenty of production. Not enough to me. Yeah. I think that me a guy where maybe he gives you one long bomb touchdown a game, which is great if you want that. But in the eighth round, I'm looking for right. He'll he'll, more on the 16 game season. He'll have like four or five wide receiver two or better weeks, but you can't predict them. Yeah. Especially with that team, it's not going to be like, oh, they're playing a bad offense. He's going to get touched. Because they always air it out. It's just every a crapshoot. Or, or every defense is bad to them. I mean, they're going to score on everybody. So and I, just to know, Christian Kirk's like going him. right next to him. So if we are a Christian Kirk believer, you know, that's a guy who could be the second wide receiver on the Cardinals who could be high. I'm not ready to tie my name to Christian Kirk. Um, Other guys are going around there. John Brown, I'm out on him. Darius Slayton for New York. Some people are high on Darius. I, I get it. Again, I don't know that New York's going to be good at offense this year. I think we're into the area where you're, you're almost taking stabs. So here's the area where you have two options. You can pick a player who you know is going to be bad. <laughs> Maybe not bad, but subpar. Or an option where this guy could be completely useless or he could be good. Like, Burita is that option. Burita, he could be nothing or he could be a top uh, RB2. Christian Kirk equals Lazard. I think it's an interesting <laughs> comp. Um, Oof. I think that the Cardinals are going to throw it. I don't know. More than Green Bay. Oh, is Green Bay going to run the rock? This it's, They're going to be interesting to watch. Um, watch. You ready for this? Heath. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones or Dylan? Who, who you got for most touchdowns? 
All right, we'll talk all the answers. Just touchdowns, not fantasy points. Just touchdowns. Let's do uh, touchdowns. I'm curious to see the answer, but because really um, the touchdown is dependent on if I'm interested in Aaron Jones or not. All right, so that completes the eighth round. So let's see if we can get an answer, and then we'll talk yeah. about that, and then we'll take a take a quick break, and then we'll come back and do the last eight rounds. But yeah, if I'm going to take Aaron Jones with having more touchdowns, so I'll throw that out there. I think that he's going to have less touchdowns than last year. But I think if it's even close, Aaron Jones drops from being the fifth or sixth or seventh best running back to thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. You never know. Oh, he missed it. Uh, uh, who's going to have more touchdowns, AJ Dillon or um, Aaron Jones? Give me, give me the, give me the news or the deets. Um, how many did Aaron Jones have last year? Like sixteen, I thought. Combined or uh, combined total touchdowns. I think that he tied be with reaction. um with uh, Tennessee Titans. Um, Henry. Henry. I think he tied with Henry for the most touchdowns by a running back. And like, how many? How many did Legarrette Blunt have the one year? Like eighteen. With the I Patriots? do not know that. I think he had eighteen with the Patriots. Um. I agree. He said Aaron, Jones, Aaron Jones won't repeat, but did not commit to A.J. Dillon having more touchdowns. Right, but if... if yeah, go, Jones. There you go. Let's say Jones had, had 16 if he that gets 10. correct. Okay. If, if he's got 10 touchdowns this year. 10 is not impossible. But right. I think that that team... Man, but like, his, his touches aren't going to go Are they going to be able to move the ball with no wide receivers? Yeah, like, I, don't, it, I just don't think the touches are going to go up for Aaron Jones. I feel like he's going to have at least a four to six touchdown regression... I'm scared. <laughs> I sold them. Well, we'll see. They could I be geniuses, and Lazard is just the next big thing. Got to got Jones? What? But I have not heard a lot of hype for uh, Lazard. I don't. Is there Lazard hype? Not that I, not that I've heard of. But these <laughs> again, a lot of times Aaron or um, Aaron Rodgers is second receiver. Is he throwing the ball this year? Have I they have they made a quarterback to the? You got messed up, Aaron. <laughs> we got we got to see who's our starter. I think that's the better controversy than the Foles Trubisky. Get Lazard on that all cheese diet and just, just let, let him loose. Just integrate him. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, we're gonna again split the episode, so this will be the first half of the 16 round uh, draft. Who you like? Who you not like? 